I got no I idea. To, I need to talk to someone that can actually defend this. I want to hear their arguments for defending this. Yeah, I, I and I don't want it to I be mean, like, oh, I verbally fillet Nintendo all the time. That's why I'm defending it. No, no, no. Like legit <laughs> defend it. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Fresh Takes Gaming Podcast, episode 45. We are the podcast, talk show, whatever, bringing you game industry news, leaks, kerfuffles, debacles, etc. If you like what we're doing, give us a follow. Give us a subscription if you're watching this on YouTube. We're on podcast platforms the following Monday after streaming and recording live on all podcast platforms around the world. So... How this works, if you're first time joining us, we kind of do three sections. We have our patch notes. We talk about what we've been playing, what's going on behind the scenes of the uh, of the podcast, things we're working on, things we may not be working on, aspirations, failures, etc. <laughs> <laughs> so I am your host, Evan. I am joined by my co-host, Nick. But again, that's the first segment. Second segment, we go over gaming news. Third segment, we wrap up with our overall topic and then go into our unpopular opinion segment, which is our uh, fan favorite, if you will, for our podcast listeners. So again, I'm your host, Evan, joined by my co-host, Nick. What is good, Nick? Hey, what's going on, everybody? What's happening today? It's been a while, man. It's been like four weeks since we've done a show, so I feel like out of my element, man. I'm like in the big Lebowski. We're running like 20 minutes late, you know, I'm all sorts of stuff. But um, we'll get, we'll get through a good damn show. Yeah. I'm, out of my, I'm, out of my, I'm out of my element, Donnie. So... <laughs> Have my good friend Corona with me tonight um, with some lime, of course, because I can't drink it without it. It tastes like piss without it. Um, but that's how we do. Again, we have the Fresh Takes Gaming Podcast. If you like what we're doing, join our Discord. Links will be in the description. Or you can follow us on Twitter. We have a link in our Twitter profile. You can click on that and join us. We'd love to see you in the community. Love to uh, have you have your support, have you in there. We'll chat about a lot of stuff, a lot of video game stuff, a lot of music. Movies, TV, all that stuff. So get involved in the community. Uh, if you're listening to this audio podcast platforms, give us a review on iTunes. That really helps us a lot. Um, more than you guys can know. It really, really does mean a lot to us. And of course, if you're watching this on YouTube, hit the like button. Helps the algorithm. Hit the dislike button too. If you don't like it, hit the thumbs down. Because that still helps the algorithm. <laughs> Let us know you hate us. So right. Why? Detailed message. Yeah, we need detailed messages. That's why I hate us. Yeah. So autofocus to get on my camera is complete garbage tonight. So that's fun. Um, <laughs> we're going to get into the patch notes. Here's what's going on. No real news to report. Um, I know we've talked about the Brahalla tournament with the community. I have yet to actually <laughs> get that organized because life has been busy uh, in real life, work job stuff and uh, new roles, responsibilities, things like that. Just keeping me busy. Family vacations, family responsibilities, all that stuff. So I'll get there eventually. I promise it will happen. Someday. <laughs> Someday. <laughs> um, but other than that, that's kind of what's going on behind the scenes. Um, we have our buymeacoffee.com page. If you want to support the show, go to buymeacoffee.com slash support FTG. You can support at any dollar amount or you can become a member and get the membership perks. You can check it all out there. Or if you want some swag, you can actually order it there as well. Uh, we have beanies and T-shirts right now. We will expand in the future with some other offerings. Let us know what you're interested in. If that's not what you're into, let us know what you're into. If you like bags, if you like hats, whatever, let us know. 
But we're going to roll right into it with the what are you playing segment. This is a segment of our show where we talk about what we've been playing, what we've been listening to, what we have been watching even. So because sometimes it's not all video games. Sometimes it's all TV. Sometimes it's all movies. Sometimes it's all music. So we get into that. So, Nick, what are you playing? Well, as far as what I've been playing, I've been playing a mobile game called uh, Lost Crusade. It's a four, it's a Warhammer 40k game, um, and I've been digging that a lot. I've been really obsessed with the 40k kind of universe for the past little bit, and um, been really digging that. As far as like stuff that's stuff that I've been watching Resident Evil came out with a new animated series on Netflix. I think it's like six or seven long so far. Okay. I don't know if it's going to go any longer, but I just got done binging that. And that was actually pretty good too. Um, I don't know what, what it is about the animation, but there's, they have a female character on there and anytime she walked, cause it's all computer generated CGI. Every time she walks, it just bugs me. There's something about the movement that just isn't fluid or it just isn't right. And it, and, and it was irking me, but okay. <laughs> been watching that. I've been watching Loki. Um, Loki's pretty cool. Been digging that. That's a fun character. Uh, and just kind of, kind of hustling, man. How's the coffee? Hustling. It's going, I've been slacking like a mother right now. I, I've been, uh, uh, as we were talking about last time, I ended up having up all this stuff come up with my lungs. So my right lungs down and I got all these inhalers and shit that I'm on. And I don't sleep well anyways, but now I really don't sleep. So yeah. uh, it, it kind of makes things a little bit hard because I end up not being able to focus very well. <laughs> sure. Yes. Yeah, sleep um, plays a big role in that, man. <laughs> yeah. Concentration. Who knew? But something that's on my radar as far as game and not coffee oriented, uh, it just popped up in my feed not so long ago. It's called The Day Before. They're marketing as a cross between um, The Last of Us okay. and um, Left 4 Dead. Okay. Remember, right? And it it really does look cool, man. <laughs> I'll, have to tra- I'll have to go look at the trailer on that. Yeah, it's almost like PUBG meets... Cause it's that third person kind of camera. And then you're also collecting different stuff in the environment. And it looks like you can do it co-op. Um, but okay. things in the environment kind of trigger events. So they end up setting off a house alarm in the trailer. Okay. Trying to bust into a house and it calls like all the horde out of the, uh, the surrounding fields. But then it also calls in, I don't know if they're NPCs or if it's other players, but there's other people that come to the house also. Okay. And they end up having to kind of beat feet, but it looks pretty dope. Okay. And I'm definitely going to be watching that. That's awesome, dude. Um, I have played a lot of the D and D dark Alliance game. What do you think? Well, and, we'll, <laughs> and then we'll talk about it on popular <laughs> opinion. Uh, it'll kind of tie back into this. So uh, that that's, that's how that works. But I, <laughs> <laughs> so what we have going on here with Dark Alliance is a game that I'm enjoying. A game that was not well reviewed. 
but still a game I am enjoying. And that's kind of to the motto we have here. D- does it have bugs? Does it have bugs? Yes, it's buggy. It is buggy. Mm. But I and not to be a dead horse, but Cyberpunk has set the gold standard now for buggy games. So if I play a game that is buggy, but it's not as buggy as that, I'm okay. <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? Like you've you've seen the 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 peak of a buggy game that I've ever played, and now it's um It's um, not that not as buggy as that. So I'm good. I'm enjoying it. Like nothing game breaking, nothing, you know, over the edge. Just just some weird like T posing, you know, kind of (laughs) getting stuck in the air from a combo because it's it's a third person perspective action RPG, whereas like Diablo action RPGs are kind of like top down. Mm -hmm. This is more of like a Dynasty Warriors style camera viewpoint. Um, Destiny style, you know, third person. I know, depending on the camera, third person or first person, but it is a third person, like pretty much like back over the shoulder, over the shoulder. Yep. But you see the full character. And you have four, um, four classes to choose from that are also race specific. So I chose the Drow, which is like the Dark Elf, and he is more like a melee rogue kind of fast quick attack kind of kind of character let's give it the respect it's due dread stewarded dread stewarded okay there we go there we go all right all right but it, you know i'm enjoying it and um i've gone through the first act and the second sorry the because f- you have like these uh areas on the map that you go to and there's like three acts per area so i've completed two of the areas okay um gotten some gear you know fought a bunch of bosses and you can choose your difficulty for the, for the act of that area um, before each one you go to. So I'm just choosing on like, I'm, I'm playing easy mode. Not even gonna lie. Adventurer is what it's called. So loot's not as good. Difficulty's not as hard. That, and that's mm-hmm. fine. I'm here to just kind of play through it, see what it is, enjoy it. Um, the main thing I don't like, I don't know if it's not really a bug. It's just a, a I think a flaw in the design is the camera and the targeting system. So when you're trying to get swarmed by enemies and fight them, you can press, you know, you can press a button or a key and lock onto a target and then use a thumbstick or another key to go through the different targets that you're facing. That doesn't work the best because if you enable the targeting mode and one's behind you, you try to turn around, it doesn't like, and you've killed everything but the one behind you, it doesn't know to target the one behind you. So it takes you out of that mode and you have to retarget onto them. Um, and even then, like, you'll go through them, you'll pass by them if you're doing like a dodge roll or something, you won't actually stop, you'll go through them, then you have to turn around, you actually stab them in the back instead of the front. It's the camera's just weird. Um, so that's my that's my biggest gripe is the camera's just kind of weird. Um, does it make it less less enjoyable? Slightly. It doesn't kill the game for me, but it's it's just one of those little things like you just got to get used to it. It's not a well flushed out camera system. Yeah. Um, so that's what I've been playing. Been putting a lot of time into that. Been streaming a little bit. Uh, and I also watched Cruella, the movie Cruella. Oh, was it? I was pleasantly surprised. 
Interesting. It was like it, it was kind of dark for for a Disney flake. They're putting out a little bit darker stuff they because they realize that, that some of their people actually, I don't know, grew up, been around forever and a day. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And um, yeah, it's just, uh, yeah, it was good. It was a good flick. I don't want to do any spoilers with it, but I was like um, the main actress. Uh, what's her name? Emma Stone. Emma what? Yep. Emma Stone. I mean, I've never been like a huge fan of hers. I haven't been a, you know, a non-fan either, if that's a thing. Like, I don't know. Like, she's yeah. good. Okay, whatever. Like, there was a monologue, like kind of a monologue section in, in this in this movie that like, I was like, dang. She, okay, she's got some chops. Like, all right. I see. Her. Yeah, she nailed it. I was like, okay, good on you. Good on you, Emma Stone. You did you did all right. So, um, so that was good. Um and that's that's kind of what I've been doing, man. I've been doing a lot of work, been doing a lot of just research kind of behind the scenes on stuff. That's based, you know, work related. So that's it. Kind of boring. Yeah, I know. That's what happens. That's what <laughs> you happens. get older. You get older. <laughs> Shit gets weird. <laughs> um, I need to go through and start looking at some of the new indie titles that are coming out because I want to kind of do maybe some sort of indie showcase. Uh, Steam. Yeah has a lot of demos, like over 700 demos or something for indie games. Good God. And I want to go th- start going through some of those showcase on the indies. We love indie developers. We love indie teams, indie studios. Um, so I want to try to go through. Maybe we can compile a list together of maybe 10 each. I mean, there's 700 demos, whatever. We're not going to go through all of them. That's just crazy. But like look at a couple of trailers, like, okay, this would interest me. This interests me. This interests me. And then we kind of divide and conquer and we come back and talk about them for for an episode um also upcoming the next episode uh this month we will have a guest on yes news to you sir um brant uh vladichuk our one of our canadian brethren (laughs) (laughs) yes he um he's a musician developer not a game developer but uh, a software developer Gamer, streamer, musician, I think I said that. So he's kind of a renaissance man. And he has put nice. out an album of DMCA-free, copyright-free metal music um, <laughs> off nice. of his gaming channel, Rage Barrel Gaming. So go check them out on YouTube. Uh, join his Discord. You can get the f- tracks for free. Put Use them on all your streams if you want, on your YouTube videos. Awesome stuff. Um, and he also does – he plays a lot of Halo. He likes Halo. So he streams some of that. Does some Apex. Okay. Um, I like him better. But yeah, he also does uh, Rage Barrel Gaming is also a part of his channel. So he does like uh, him and his buddy, Jeremy, they do some video reviews of games that they've played. Um, and it's 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 a very humorous editing uh, editing style they have. And I, I dig it. So check them out. Brant from them will be on from Rage Barrel will be on uh, in another two weeks. So look for that. So that's what's going on with the show. That's what's going on with us. That's what we've been playing. That's what's going on. So let's get to the news. News, 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 news. News. Big news. All right, guys, this is a good one. <clears throat> um, and you know, sometimes I have some fun with the titles of this stuff in the notes. So hackers hack to plea for less hacks. <laughs> 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 True story. This is basically what the gist of it. This is real deal. This is real, real deal. deal. <laughs> the hackers hack to plea for less hacks. 
<laughs> you tell me if this is not if that's not the right title. I'll just let you know. Uh, listen, yeah, listen no, story. I, yeah. So this comes to us from Dot Esports. Hackers take down Apex servers as a plea to save Titanfall from hackers. Hackers hack <laughs> to, plea, to plea for less <laughs> hacks. No. Yeah. So, huh. um, yeah. This is what happened. Hackers took down some of Apex Legends servers uh, past Sunday as part of a plea to save Titanfall. Whoop, whoop, Titanfall! My favorite shooter <laughs> ever! Titanfall 2, basically. Uh, to save Titanfall from relentless hacking and distributed denial of service DDoS attacks that plagued the game. The attacks appear to spread over multiple regions and platforms. Numerous players reported that the usual game modes from the firing range to arenas were unavailable in Apex. The only exception was another banner under the guise of a limited time mode which directed players to a website called SaveTitanfall.com. <laughs> that is amazing, though. I can't even be like, I want to be upset. That's pretty. That's pretty orchestrated. That's pretty well done. Um, I'm not saying I advocate hacking. However, yeah. if you're going to do it. Go balls in. That's the way to go. <laughs> Um, SaveTitanfall.com The page carries a message from a disgruntled community who has been begging Respawn to fix the issue for over three years unsuccessfully. And this is true. When I hopped back into Titanfall 2 um, a month or so ago, the hacking is so bad in that game, dude. It's it's crazy. And um, they have done done crap about it. Because it's an older game, it's not generating them probably any revenue. So they're not going to put people on it to fix it. But Maybe they'll hear their pleas and cries for help now because people still love the game. It's a beloved franchise. I'm one of the people that love the game. I'm one of the people that love that franchise. So fix it. Please fix it. (laughs) Um, The intent is to create a central hub of information regarding the issues with Titanfall. Both the website, the hackers, however, pointed out that they're not affiliated with each other. Ah, okay. So you have people that run the website save titanfall.com then you have the hackers who just basically redirected to that website that they're aware of both trying to accomplish the same thing so um, i get it respawn has long struggled with hackers and distributed denial of service attacks on the first titanfall this year alone the company has acknowledged ongoing attacks to the game in april with a new wave in may which makes sense when i last played it was like it was terrible the situation however has gone on for years according to save titanfall.com um Let's see. So, yeah, they've, I mean, Respawn has patched Apex and fixed that for the hack, but they have to name it Titanfall. That's basically the, the end of that. So, um, yeah. How do you, how do you feel about hackers hacking a dev's <laughs> most current game to have them save one of their old games? I understand that intent behind it. And I don't know, it's not like they were still on account information and stuff like that. And that isn't to justify the, the move, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It wasn't malicious, I guess. Right. It was just more of a trying to raise awareness for things. And I think, I think that it needs to be treated just like you would anything that was like really nasty. Yeah. You know, even you'd have to treat it as something that was malicious. Yeah. The reason is you don't want to set a bad president. That this is okay, but that isn't kind of kind of deal. Um, you gotta, you'd have to stomp on it from a business point of view. 
Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But it does suck that. I don't know. <clears throat> There's a lot of different ways you could do it because I, I see that you want to focus on the one that's making you money, but you, you also shouldn't forget about the people that helped you get there and a franchise that helped you get to where you are now. Exactly. Exactly. So even if it's a small team, they should be making some kind of effort. You would think. And, and that's, I guess is what it comes down to, you know, like exactly like you said, you know, Apex's success. I'm not going to say he's a hundred, you know, carte blanche like is not because of titanfall and the titanfall series but they borrowed so much from from that i mean it is tied into to the titanfall universe i mean if it hadn't been for titanfall really in developing that universe and that lore and and the weapons and everything like that mobility style everything like that apex probably wouldn't exist because they took a lot from titanfall and just kind of iterated on it for apex yeah so, yeah, I. So I think. Yeah. And the thing is, they've been asking about this for three years, and they haven't. You know, so I'm like, mm. yeah. Yeah. So like you said, yeah, it's it's one of those where you're like, I get it, but at the same time. Yeah, I mean, what what other avenues <laughs> do you have as a fan of a franchise game that's still live? There's still servers are still up, but the developers refusing is not refusing or not putting resources to fix it. Right, exactly. Yeah, it, like I said, it's one of those where you're like, "Fuck!" I I understand why you did it, but at the same time, you can't you can't bless off saying that that's the good way to go. Cause, right. Uh, yeah. No, you're it's right. Just it, bad presidents. Exactly. Exactly. So, uh, yeah, I mean, people getting denied, you know, denial of service attacks on on uh on titanfall you know and then there's twitch jurors getting denial of service for their partnerships oh segue <laughs> uh leads us into our next topic or next article this comes to us from game rant indie foxes lost twitch partnership and permanent ban could mean big changes so it looks like we do this like once every once a quarter yeah big changes and how it's gonna end it nothing changes they're nothing still changes. the money grubbing sons of bitches that they are yeah but eh, I don't know. <laughs> this one this kind of maybe says a different direction maybe so indy fox she is a she's a part she was a partnered streamer on twitch mm-hmm. uh large following was a big leader during the hot tub meta phase that took place on twitch and then she went to ASMR controversy stuff. So let's dive into the article a little bit. So she, again, partner, so could get subs, sub enabled, all this, like making lots of money. She's kind of, I don't know if she models on the side or, or what she does. I, I literally turned, I tuned into one of, let, let me preface this during the hot tub meta. I was like, what is, what is this about? Mm-hmm. And I came across one of her streams I went into it and yeah, hot tub. Okay. Inflatable hot tub, indie Fox bikini, maybe like a, uh, inflatable pool. I think she was on like an inflatable banana in the hot tub. Just in, and this was in just chatting at the time and talking, you know, with her chat. I was like, okay, uh, nothing against her. Nothing <laughs> against any female that does it. You, you, you do what you want. 
But for me, especially if it's making money, yeah. But for me, she had the personality of a doorknob. Like, <laughs> like I like to like why wow. I was like okay, like I'm li- listening to her talk. I'm you know th- th- again. This is just my my take, right? My, my fresh take. My fresh take, right? So. I was in there and I'm just, you know, lurking. I'm just like, what is this about? And I hear her talking to the chat. They're asking her questions, she answered, whatever, in, interacting. I was like, this, she, she has like, there was like no intonation or inflection in her voice. It was just like, oh my gosh, this is, this is boring AF. Like, it's just, I, I, I don't know. Like, it's, you've heard the term of a soulless ginger. This is like a soulless streamer. Like it just oh like, God. like there's just nothing there. And I'm like, okay, I guess everybody's strictly like, I could have said, okay, there's an attractive girl. She has a great personality. Right. I can see why people yep. are flocking there and that's cool. But I'm like, okay, she's just a chick in a bikini with, with in my opinion, again, no personality. So, I was just like, I didn't get it. I was just like, I'm out after like 10, 15 minutes. I'm like, I'm out. This is not whatever. I don't understand it. <laughs> so anyway, going back to the article, not only has Indie Fox lost her partnership on Twitch, but she also appears to be permanently banned, ending her career on the platform. Um, like yeah. we mentioned earlier, she was one of the streamers holding the hot tub meta as well as the yoga ASMR controversy. Both displayed sexual content on Twitch, skirting its guidelines. Twitch allows content creators to perform in swim, excuse me, in swimwear, well near pools, hot tubs, and beaches. But after Twitch announced its support of women's bodies on the platform, Amaranth, Amaranth, I can't never pronounce her name. She's another popular Twitch uh, streamer. And Indy Fox moved on to take over the ASMR category by creating ear-licking noises in exchange for subscriptions. This led to several bans for both Indy Fox and Amaranth, the former of which was banned a total of six times throughout 2021 for the same reasons. Too many onlookers, such as streamers like XQC, as well as Twitch viewers, it seemed like Twitch wasn't planning on taking any further action than short three-day bans or slaps on the wrist, as World of Warcraft streamer Gold called it. But recently, IndieFox lost her Twitch partnership, a Twitter user revealed by data mining. Not only that, but looks like she's been permanently banned on the platform as well. Her Twitter profile no longer promotes her Twitch profile, and the ban she received on June 28th is still ongoing which is longer than any ban she's received for sexual content. This could very well mean Twitch will start taking more action in regards to content unsuitable for teens and kids. So do you think that's so, enough? Do I think what, what is it, permanently banning and removing her partnership? Yeah, well, do you think that the, what they did? It... Do you think by banning this perma banning this streamer? that it's enough to say, hey, don't show this well, content he, on here? <laughs> well, here, here, yeah, well, part of it, yeah. Um, but the, the deal being that uh, if you, they said six times in 2021. That was for, uh, for, for Amaranth, yeah. Even if streamer. we take, even if we take that, if we take it as a calendar year, right? She's getting banned once a month. So like at what point do you go, you know what, fucker? Like apparently you don't understand how this works and you need to stop. Yeah. And and get rid of her. Yeah. So what the hell? Like 
And I, I don't know. <laughs> and then, I mean, because they're putting two major streamers kind of in the same article lumped together. So what did Indie Fox do that was so much different than what Amaranth is doing that she's and, and Amaranth's already been banned six times once a month this year, practically. Crazy. So what's the difference? They are both in bikinis doing hot tub streams. Then they both moved over to ASMR. Ear licking stuff. So, what line did Indy Fox cross that that the other did not as of yet, or will not? Maybe now. I, I have no idea. Yeah, I'm all know. good. I so maybe I'm just old school. But if I want to watch porn, I'm just gonna go watch fucking porn. Like I'm not gonna go to I'm not gonna go to There's, Twitch to, to to watch some shit like that. I like, mean, I don't want to beat I'm, around the bush. I, I'm in the same I'm in the same boat with you, man. Like I don't. I don't get it. Maybe it's because, you know, they're subscribing, they're paying money, and they're getting an immediate interaction with this personality, this person. Maybe that's yeah. what the maybe that's what the big sell is. Whereas me, well, I'm just I, like, I Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I've never I've never gotten into, you know, like a hot tub Twitch stream. I've never subbed to a streamer that is like in a hot tub or model or anything like that. And I've never, I've never put any content on OnlyFans, or never will I. Like, yeah, I just, it, yeah, that's I, kind I of where I'm at. I'm just like, there's plenty of free stuff out there. Yeah, like I don't. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I, yeah, I don't know. Maybe, I'm maybe, just too old maybe school. it's just the thing of yeah. Maybe it's just the thing of like having the the target of your lust or whatever say your name you know like right. actually interacting with you like you're talking about but i don't know That's i, the only I, thing I can think it is i've never i'm not an at or the what is it only fans page yeah subscriber or anything like that like i'm good yeah <laughs> exactly and um, I'm saying I'm better than anybody out there or anything like that. I'm just saying I'm old school. Like if I want porn, I'm just going to go get fucking porn. Like I'm not going to mess around with the middleman. Right. I'm all good. <laughs> right. Like I don't have time for that. Yeah. I ain't got time for that, man. I'm a fucking dad. I got kids and shit. Right. <laughs> right. Like I, I got to get to the here. D like. Yep. I'm on a clock, baby. <laughs> That's right. It's a hundred percent right, brother. Um, <laughs> Speaking of old school, I turn 40 next week. It's okay. You won't die, I promise. That's good. That's good to know. I appreciate I'm that. I'm two years in. Okay. It, it, we're, we're, it's not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. Uh, I don't have a good segue for this, so I'm just going to go right into it. We talk good. a lot about Tencent on here, what they're doing, like the, the, the huge mega corp that they are. Yep. Um, it sounds like uh, they're, they're getting a little, a little, a little, uh, little taste of check nuts here by the Chinese antitrust regulators. <laughs> so this comes to us from Yahoo Finance. Um, Chinese antitrust regulator to block Tencent's video gaming merger, says sources. Um, so this com- article comes to us from Pei Li and Xingji Yang. Man, we go way back. <laughs> Go way back. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, China's antitrust regulator is set to formally block Tencent Holdings' plan to merge the country's top two video game streaming sites, Huya and Douyu. Do you? I can't. Um, words. 
Um, three mm-hmm. people familiar with the matter told uh, Reuters. Uh, Tencent has failed to come up with sufficient remedies to meet the state of administration of marketing regulations, SAMR for short, uh, requirements of giving up exclusive rights, said two of the people. The internet giant recently withdrew the merger application for antitrust review and refiled it after Samer told the company it would not complete the review of the merger within 180, 180 days since its first filing, one of them and a separate person said. The people declined to be named, of course, because the information is private. So if you didn't know, Tencent is China's number one video game social media company. The two streaming sites, Huya and Duyu, and the Samer did not immediately respond for requests for comment. Separately, Tencent's plans to take over private search engine Sogu will be approved this month by Samer, one of the people said. So they just bought a search engine. <laughs> I know. I'm like sitting here like, God damn. So they have the <laughs> Tencent's first announced plans to merge Huya and Douyu last year in a tie-up ye- tie-up design to streamline its stakes in the firms, which were estimated by data firm Mobtech to have an 80% slice of the market worth more than $3 billion and growing fast. Huya and Duyu are ranked number one and number two, respectively, of China's most popular video game streaming sites where users flock to watch esports tournaments and follow professional gamers. Tencent is Huya's biggest shareholder with 36.9% and also owns over a third of Duyu with both firms listed in the United States and a worth of a combined $6 billion in market value. And go! I, every time we talk about Tencent, I, I always make the joke that they're fucking the umbrella coming out of China, oh, but God. they really are. They really are. And it's it, it's insane with how big they are. You think that the, the, the socialist arm of, you know, the Republic of China, their party, I, I got to assume that their party is tied up in that somehow. Oh, for because sure. Literally, with with buying up everything that they can, they're buying up surgeons and engines and shit. Like that is nuts. Yeah, and there's no way in hell that that the the party that controls literally the information you can intake is going to let Tencent get two streaming services without having their hands in that pot somehow. There's just no way. Yeah, this would be like if Amazon bought <laughs> freaking like. You know, if they bought Mixer and Facebook Gaming, right? Like, yep. But respectively, but the White House was controlling all the information that you could see in those different those yeah. different facets. Yeah, and that's the implications behind that's crazy. And let's not get super tinfoil hat on it, but oh, let's. they're openly they're they're <laughs> open they're they openly admit to that they control what kind of news and media that their their citizenry oh, yeah. can intake. Yeah. Right? For fear of corruption or whatever the fuck you want to say, you know? Yeah. They take away your freedom of choice for it. Um so the fact that they're getting up into 10 cents Kool-Aid now is kind of we could see we could see some pretty interesting things happen because they're still the biggest, right? They have like billions, if not, they got to be getting close to a trillion revenue because they just they have dominate. Their, they, they're shareholders of of Epic Games. They're shareholders of uh, EA. They're shareholder. I mean, Blizzard. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, and they're I mean, mo- and that's just that's their mainstream console stuff. That's not even getting into mobile stuff or the banking stuff they do. Damn. They do banking, <laughs> internet, social media. Yeah. Like they're that's crazy. They they are like 
they they like hell hydra man like that is like, <laughs> like that is it they cut one arm off like more's gonna grow like yeah it ain't no shit man that's yeah so anyways 10 cent yeah crazy ass company crazy ass company yep i'm excited to see how that plays out <laughs> uh yeah we'll 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 definitely keep you posted here on on how that goes um but yeah, that's crazy to me that like, you know, China, well, that's, that China's getting up, you know, the government is really like, nah, not so much. You can't. Sorry. Not happening. Yeah, but again, I'm if you surprised look, it took him this long. <laughs> true, true. <laughs> but then you look at the other thing too, like, you know, China, China government in general, look at what they're doing with Bitcoin. Like every, like mm-hmm. they basically outlawed Bitcoin farming, Bitcoin mining. So like yep. all the all the the you know the farms and Bitcoin farms they have people have over there like they're offloading the GPUs now they're going up on eBay because they can't be having that stuff because China's like no you can't do it it's outlawed if there's gonna be a digital currency it's gonna be one we have yeah so it's crazy man crazy. that kind of uh, yeah anyways so we all about one on an economic kick <laughs> I mean let's 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 do it let's let's go down that rabbit hole. <laughs> well, it's just it's crazy, right? So that that kind of uh, sense of demanded patriotism or instilling that kind of nationalism, you know, uh, the U.S. came out with their own coin, right? Uh, it's called one, and um, that's not doing so hot. <laughs> but if they if they mandated that, like every tenth of a Bitcoin you had or whatever went into that. Um, we'd start seeing different market fluctuations and, and actually start maybe chip, chipping away at the deficit that we have. So while on one extreme, it's kind of crazy that China does that, but it's also that you, if you look at the bigger picture, that's the country that the U S is going to, to borrow money from so that we can keep running. So they're doing something right in that respect. They can keep all that fucking, yeah crazy political like you yeah. get caught doing this you get shot if you put yeah. something in the newspaper we don't like we shut it down like they can keep all that shit yeah um but i think that that kind of sense of nationalism of put your nation first instead of everybody thinking they're special and individuals yeah um if we could get back to that as 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 a country i think that we'd be in a hell of a lot better place yeah you might it's about us not just the me yeah yeah, it's it's like I always said. There's you know every <laughs> most everybody I come across, most not all, not all, but most everybody has a uh, I like you but love me mentality. Yep. So yeah, hundred percent, dude. Hundred percent. But anyway, okay, moving on. Going back to uh, to Twitch that we're streaming on right now. So this comes to us from Dexerto Lawrence Scotty. Twitch bans with no reason could be made unlawful by court. A California court will rule on Twitch's ban policy as Twitch could be forced to more clearly define its reasons for suspensions for streamers. Stemming from a lawsuit filed against Twitch by streamer James Phantom Lord Vargas, he has now filed a Phantom Lord. He has now filed a request to a court in California to enforce Twitch to change how it hands out bans. Phantom Lord won the initial court case, netting him twenty thousand dollars in the process. But he and his lawyers are pushing the case forward, demanding Twitch make changes to its policies regarding how it handles its partner streamers particularly. The streaming platform has been criticized 
for some of its bans, both inconsistency and lack of clarity. Yes, it has. Fanwars claim that Twitch has a secret strike guide for deciding bans. The most important request from Fanwars lawyers is that Twitch cannot permanently or indefinitely suspend partners without pr- providing notice of the reason for the suspension and an opportunity to cure the alleged wrongdoing. Okay. Uh, there's a whole uh, laundry list further down the article. All, everything will be linked to the show notes on podcast platforms and on YouTube uh, if you want to go check those out if you're listening here or viewing on those platforms. So I uh, won't get in the full list there, but I'm okay with this. I think there's been a long, uh, long-desired need for the shadow banning that, you know, that they use that term shadow banning on Twitch or other platforms. Mm-hmm. They're just like, bam, you're, you're done. And there is no clear cut, concise. This is why you got banned provided to the streamer like this particular thing that here, and here's the thing. It, it's a video platform. You're streaming. VODs are stored. There's records of it. They could mm-hmm. be like, this is a clear TOS, mm-hmm. you know, uh, TOS. What's the, I'm looking for the word. Anyway, clearly it goes against their TOS. Here's said video clip. Boom. Right in your face. Yeah, you yep. did do that. End of story. Yep. Um, and I think there needs to be a lot more transparency with the with how the bands work. I mean, we just talked about Indy Fox's band. Mm-hmm. Her and the her and Amaranth. 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 I can't say her name. Those two. Both pretty much doing the same exact stuff. So when we ask the question, what line did Indy Fox cross? That she didn't to get a perma ban. So, so do you think that there's actually going to be change in that respect, or is everybody just going to have to essentially fill out the streaming equivalent of a right to work kind of Mm. form? And for those of you that don't know, if you've never worked into a right to work state, it means that they can fire your ass on the spot just because. Pretty much. Absolutely. <laughs> that, that's it. Um, they don't got to give you a reason. They don't got to tell you why. Um, nope. Nope. Just get get your shit and get out. Exactly. So I, I think if, if it was me, I don't, I'm not a fan of how Twitch does business. Um, but on their, from their point of view, I think that that would be the easiest way to remedy it. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, that, that's just my take. <laughs> no, no, that, that that's that's one that is a way to remedy it. And, um, you know, this article specifically, you know, this lawsuit t- talks, you know, talks about how the partnership stuff works. So when, when you're partnered with Twitch, I understand you're basically a contracted employee, more or less. It's kind of how I understand it. I could be wrong. Let me know if I'm wrong, please. Uh, but how I mean, that would be like, yeah, I mean, it's the right to work thing. I mean, you're kind of onto something there because that just kind of solves it for, from a business perspective for Twitch, that kind of solves it, right? Um, yep. Get them out of stuff like this, tied up in court over stuff. Um, but as of it is right now, they don't have that. So we got to look at the now and the now is basically like, they are just, they have banned people who's, you know, before no reasons, nothing given. There's like, yep, you're probably banned. And there's, there's no, there's no kind of disclosed criteria. Disclosed criteria. Let me face my accusers. Yeah. Sort of thing. 
it doesn't exist. It doesn't happen. There is no repeal process. There's, there's doesn't seem to be anything. So, well, okay. So let's say that they do change everything. Right. And then yeah. they don't go the right of the work or right to work, uh, Avenue. Mm-hmm. Um, so then they create like a huge division of people that sit down and watch your content to come up with whether or not you actually infringed upon whatever that criteria may be the terms of service. Mm-hmm. And um, they set up the appeal process, so you have to go through these people in order to get your shit unbanned. Um, so all of that's going to have to come from somewhere. So do they start taking a bigger percentage of the tips and stuff and the subscriptions that you get? Like, how does right. how does that work, and how is that going to affect the bottom line for the person that that's trying to do the stream right. the content? Right. Well, here's the thing someone isn't randomly just plucking out partnered streamers just be like oh we're just going to ban them because they have to have some sort of cause someone's viewing that yeah. co- reviewing the content already and saying oh that's not good and yeah they're permabanning them so that those people are already there in place they have they have a tos team that that is there to monitor that sort of stuff but the repeal process you know it's not there so do they they have to put a team in place for that? yeah that costs money that's bodies that's people doing things so um mm-hmm. But the fact of the matter is, like, they're banning people because they violated TOS in some shape or form. They know what they the Twitch knows what the violation was, mm-hmm. but they're not disclosing the violation to the streamer that is now yeah. partner streamer that is now out of li- their livelihood. If they if that's yep. if this was a full time gig, I'm source of income, like all yeah. that gig, yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. We'll see what happens with it. I mean, I think yeah. it does need to be transparency with Something the bands. Yeah, yep. absolutely. Absolutely. You know what else I want to watch? What? Our overarching talk of it. I, I want to watch uh, everything on a new Switch OLED display. That's what I want to do. <laughs> so up to the topic. So is the new Nintendo Switch actually an upgrade? Um, the, it, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I have feelings on this. I have feelings. Yeah, I see. I, yeah, I can hear it. The topic. <laughs> I have feelings on the this. title. <laughs> I have feelings. Um, let's get into it. Okay, the current switch we all know and love. It's been on for four years. They've iterated on with the Switch Lite. That's cool. You know, it's a lesser cost console. It's more sturdy. Not detachable Joy Cons, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. No dock. That's fine. Okay, cool. Let's fast forward to now. The new Switch, which we don't really know what the Switch model is called yet. It could be Switch. It's not Switch Pro. I don't know. So typically, when I think of an upgrade, okay, on mm-hmm. a gaming device, a computing device, right? So let's let's put it this way. Um, this new Switch comes out and is available in October. It has a new display. All right. Let's go over what it does have, the new model. Let's go over what the new model does have. Let's do that. Okay. New model has a 7-inch OLED display. So, yes, a better display. It has a more durable, redesigned kickstand. Not that little flimsy piece of crap that was back there before. Great. Awesome. The dock now has an Ethernet, wired Ethernet port. Fantastic. Good job, docking station. 
Um, so let's see what else. Uh, what I, th- I feel like I'm missing something else that was announced with it. Um, looking here. Uh, well, okay. So it's so yeah, the new seven inch. So that means it's point inches, eight inches bigger than the regular Switch six point that has six point two inch screen. The OLED's gonna the OLED display is great. It's gonna have deeper blacks and better contrast. That's great. Um, has the enhanced kickstand. Oh, it has better speakers, better enhanced audio. Um, and, and get the and, tweeters, son. Yeah, yeah. And it, it launches for three hundred fifty dollars on October eighth. So we got new display, better kickstand, Ethernet port on the jack, better audio, or enhanced okay. audio. Okay, that's what it's coming with for its three hundred fifty dollar price tag. Okay, so three hundred fifty dollars. Okay. Here's what you're also getting: the same CPU, RAM, same Joy-Con design, which was which was which was known to have stick drift issues. Multiple multiple cases brought against Nintendo on this. Okay, so, uh, uh, same resolution. You put a display on it; it's still 720p. An OLED at 720p doesn't even do 1080p. Doesn't do 4K. I yeah. <laughs> Are you freaking kidding me? You know what this is? Oh, Nintendo I, <laughs> has effectively with this turned into Apple with iPhones. <laughs> it's true. Here's Apple new phone 720 display OLED though. Here's Ooh. here's all this. You know what else is great? We're giving you. Hold up, guys. We're giving the same features that Android had three years prior, but you got it now. And you got rounded corners on your icons, guys. Buy it for a thousand dollars. That's this is the equivalent <laughs> of what Apple does with iPhones. That is fantastic. And freaking people are just going to just eat it up because it's Nintendo. Nintendo does Nintendo things. Does make no damn sense to anybody. But people are going to buy I, it. I got nothing for you, and there's no way to defend it. <laughs> it's okay. like having a gremlin and putting a Porsche body on it, expecting to sell it at a higher price point. It, no, it's, yeah, kind of. <laughs> kind of. You didn't change anything under the hood. <laughs> like, listen, hey, guys, I got. <laughs> but it looks nice. <laughs> looks good. Looks nice, right? I, and I've wanted to switch. We talked about this. I've wanted to switch forever. Mm-hmm. I've wanted to buy one. And we were holding out for this pro that was rumored. And this is what they show up with. I'm, I'm aghast. <laughs> well, at least you could buy the older model because you know that it's the same. You're not getting really any difference. Yeah, I'm getting um, less than for a I'm cheaper price. On, I'm missing out on less than an inch. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> um. But no, really, I like uh, how, how like I don't I don't understand. What are you thinking, Nintendo? Like features that should have been standard, not the OLED screen. Features that should have been standard. Oh wait, it doesn't even say. Oh, there's still no built-on Bluetooth. That's the other thing. No Bluetooth. Fuck. 
Yeah, there's no mention yeah, of that, Bluetooth. I, yeah, I've never understood that. That part I, I don't understand. Because like, don't, they always market it that you're going to go on the airplane with it and you're going to be able to use it on the train yeah, and all that shit. On. I could be wrong. You know what you got time to be wired? Let me, let me just double check. <laughs> I could be wrong, but I just want to check. Yep, first thing. The OLED model will not even get Bluetooth headphone support. We have nothing to announce on this topic, but the Nintendo Switch and Nintendo Switch Lite consoles, Nintendo Switch OLED model supports Bluetooth tech for the Joy-Con controllers. The company said. So that's it. Damn. This is a yeah, joke, I, man. I, I, Gilda Lily, I got it's, nothing, man. This thing's going to be a got meme. Nothing. Yeah. Like, I don't... Look. I don't get it, man. I am... I, Flabbergasted. Cool. OLED displays are great. But why are you still keeping that 720 freaking P, dude? Like, really? 720p? That wish I had something else for you, man. I don't. I got nothing for you. It it I don't I don't know why they would do it that way. I got no I need, idea. I need to talk to someone that can actually defend this. I want to hear their arguments for defending this. Yeah, I, I and I don't want it to I be mean, like, oh, I verbally fillet Nintendo all the time. That's why I'm defending it. No, no, no. Like legit <laughs> defend it. Oh my god, no Bluetooth, no 4K, not even 1080p. Same Joy Cons, same CPU, same RAM, same GPU. Everything inside of it is exactly the same except the speakers, enhanced audio, a new kickstand, and a networking port. Like, slightly, come on. Slightly bigger screen. Slightly bigger screen. Yeah. Kind of seems like a waste of time. It seems like a, it seems like a really big missed opportunity where they yeah. could up their game and really kind of like throw yeah. some shit in there. And I mean, I understand there's the silicon shortage that's going on right now. I live it every day at work. I get it. Uh, disappointed, guys. I, I'd give you a hug if I'm I just can, disappointed, man. man. I'm just disappointed. It, yeah. Do better, Nintendo. You've been in the game. You've been in the game the the longest of the three. Yeah. Come on, man. By far, Do better. By far. Do better. <laughs> and this is this this right here. This right here. Stuff like this is what's just gonna make me go ahead. Buy a dedicated tablet and have XCloud. Go buy a, a dedicated, like, seven inch screen Android tablet, whatever. Bluetooth wireless, Bluetooth wireless controller, Xbox controller, and have my, my XCloud app on there and just done. That's my portable gaming console. Boom. That, that's all there is to it. It's a damn shame. You're not wrong. Like, it's a damn I think shame. that that would be <laughs> that'd be a good way to go. It's a damn shame. I might have to make the jump to fucking Android stuff. Yes. Because I we usually we rock a lot of uh um Apple stuff in the house. That's okay. I don't I, I don't hate on you for that. I hear the judgment. There's no judgment. Here here's the judgment. Because I have to use an iPhone for work, and I hate that phone. Mainly because <laughs> these these bear paws. Can't type on that damn thing when I got yeah. my, you know, six 
inch screen on my Pixel. So it is what it is. It's just I can't switch gears to type on these little like little ass touchscreen keypad. So that's all there's to it. Um, <laughs> it works. It works. Works fine. It's fine. Um, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> but I've been on the Android bandwagon, you know, Android life for a while now, and I've, I'm not going back. Just not going back. As a side note, we're going to have to have a talk about what kind of tablet you would get. Because we, we, I think as far as tablets go in the house, we have a couple iPads and we have uh, Kindle yeah. Fire. Yeah. And I use my old lady's Kindle Fire to watch a lot of stuff while we're showing in bed. I won't, no, that no, thing no. is a beast. Yeah, I won't, I won't, I won't do Kindle Fire for like gaming, but for like watching videos and stuff. Yeah, it works oh, great. Yeah, yeah and reading, great. Done. Um, it'll, I got to look at, it'll probably be one of the Lenovo Android tablets, more likely. Um, I got to okay. do a little research if I go that route. Maybe I'll just, maybe I'll just use my Android phone, you know? <laughs> the sadness that you see. <laughs> it's not the same, but I mean, I'll just use that. <laughs> Because you can't do xCloud on on, on uh, iOS. Mm-hmm. iPhone, uh, Apple, in their infinite wisdom, just like, no, we can't have a competing cloud gaming system on our <laughs> devices. Never. Never. No. No. <laughs> so it won't be on an iDevice, that's for sure. So we'll see. We'll see what happens with that. Anyway, enough saltiness about Nintendo. Let's talk about popular opinions. <laughs> We're wrapping up with unpopular opinions. <laughs> there and we go. This is this is this is going to be the best one yet. I think. I have an unpopular I'm, opinion. I'm, this ties back to, into the first segment of what we were playing. I'm playing Dark Alliance, as I said. I'm enjoying the game, but guess what? My unpopular opinion: Don't let game reviews persuade you to not play a game. All the media outlets, IGN, YouTube influencers, all this stuff. People will not play games based on a review. Yeah. Don't listen to me either. If I give a game a bad review or I say something bad about a game, don't not play it because of this chucklehead. Right? Yeah. If I would have followed the reviews, if I would have followed all the YouTube influencers talking junk about how bad this game was, I would have missed out on a game I'm actually enjoying. And the fact that it's on Game Pass, what do you have to lose? You're paying 10 bucks a month. On, I'm paying Game Pass for PC. I play it on PC. 10 bucks a month, Game Pass for PC. Okay, I installed it. If it sucked, guess what? I have 100 plus other games to go that probably right. aren't. That, yeah, just go down know, play the numbers. The numbers game is, I'm going to find one that hits. But this one, yep. did. I'm enjoying it. I'm going to play through the whole game. So, unpopular opinion is, don't let game reviews and reviewers and influencers persuade you to not play a game you're interested in. Based on that, because their reviews talk negatively about it, they said it was shite, they gave it one star, they said it was buggy, it was this, it was that. Don't let that, don't let that persuade you, because you could be missing out on the game that speaks to you, that you could end up loving. So that right there is my popular opinion. You don't got a lot to say these last two segments, bro. <laughs> no, I, well, I, I completely agree. If I had something other to chip in, I totally would. But I, I've always been on the bandwagon of test it out. 
and especially if it's on Game Pass, dude, you really got nothing to lose. Yeah. Like, try it out. If you don't agree with it, then yeah. nice. Apparently, you weren't the target demographic. Yeah. But as far as as far as that game goes, it's actually one of the Forgotten Realms, like, blessed off games that, that has been hit. And a lot of the disappointment comes from people that were in love with the books. Because those four people that are in that game, Dritt Stewart and Brunor... The dwarf, Wolfgar, the barbarian, and um, Caterbury, the human fucking archer. Yep. All four of those people have dedicated, like dedicated volumes. Trust me, I know because I read a bunch. So is my old lady. And there's a lot that are tied up in those characters. And I think that sometimes, especially when it comes to doing cross media stuff, we fail to tailor our expectations. Yeah, we always think that everything's going to match our mind's eye in the way that we feel personally it should be. And there's no way that anybody can make that right. If that's the way you feel, then you need to be the person to go make the fucking game because it's going to be it's never going to be what you see in your head. So until you manifest that, it's not going to happen. So shut the fuck up, sit on the sideline and draw me a picture like that's that's all you got to do. But as far as. um. Other stuff goes, you know, I think it's hysterical that you say that your shitty game is uh, cyberpunk standard for shitty game for all time, in my opinion, is going to be Fallout 76. That's there is no fucking better game that is a flaming bag of turds than Fallout 76. I played the shit. I played the shit out of cyberpunk. I beat the fuck out of that game. I loved it. But as far as. as any of this goes, it's it's all about what you like to play. If you enjoy playing it, then play the fucking game. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't, then don't. <laughs> but I think that we get tra- we have as a society have gotten caught up in talking shit about something sells more than than giving praise. Oh sure, sure, sure. And we so I think. Go ahead. Continue that thought. No, I, I really think that that a lot of um, I think a lot of our media has kind of tailored after that. Of it's easier to go witch burning than it is to actually give some props. Absolutely, absolutely. I think that's not just in in, in gaming; it's across all industries, right? Mm-hmm. Even even in our real life jobs, right? Like it's so easy, even even for me, to focus on. Uh, put energy and focus on the the 5% of things negative that happened in the day than the 95% of things that went absolutely right, you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah, it is hard. Even on the show we've done it. We like, we've, we've crapped on steady a lot. They make it hard to, to be positive about the platform. <laughs> they, they really to be do. honest. Like, I, like <laughs> if there is praise to be given, we try to give it on the show, but there's a lot of shit that, that isn't great. And then we, we talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but we give praise where praise is due more often than not. Like I'm, I'm giving praise to, to, to Dark Alliance because I enjoy playing it. It's a fun game for me. That's fine. But had I listened to the reviews and influencers, it would have been. You would have picked it up. Yep. Yeah. Never picked it up. Yeah. So that's what we got going on. And I think that's going to, that's wrapping up on popular opinion. That's wrapping up our show. Thank you for hanging out. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Um, give us a follow at Fresh Takes Pod on Twitter, at Fresh Takes Gaming on TikTok. Again, at Fresh Takes Gaming on YouTube. 
Give us a subscribe. Give us a like. Follow us on any of those social media platforms. Give us a review on iTunes if you listen to the content. We greatly appreciate it. And uh, until next time, the best game is the game you like to play and how you like to play it. See you next time, y'all. Take care.